the episode you have been dying to hear because I told you several times. An interview with Triple A Gun Safety today, episode 263, and the chief instructor to AAA Gun Safety will be with us today, Alpha Alpha. How do you get in contact with us? It's real easy. RaiderCop.com. You can hear all the episodes from number one to 263 and beyond. RaiderCopNation.com is our official website. You can get more information on us, what we look like, what we do for a living, blank, 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 and all that other gossip that you need to know. We're on social media. We're on everything. You can look us up as RaiderCop, RaiderCop Podcast, or RaiderCop Nation. You will find us. And, of course, we're going to do the plug-in if you're looking for gun training towards the end of this episode. But most importantly, if you want to get your gun fixed, I know the guy that can fix your gun, make that old beat-up gun look like new and work reliably like it never has ever. Pistol Pete, the gunsmith down in Miami, his information is down on the bottom of the show notes. He was the armorer to thousands of officers in Miami-Dade. Today, he runs a very good uh, company fixing, repairing, and making magic out of weapons. Pistol Pete, the gunsmith. And if I haven't mentioned it in the other 262 episodes, I love Pistol Pete. So write that down on information and give him a call. Today's episode 263, an interview with AAA Gun Safety. Back a couple of episodes ago, I said that for 2021, we were going to start concentrating on some interviews. Not too many in the year. You know, we weren't going to have a set interview every week because that gets old real quick when you got to try to do scheduling with people. But we'll probably have about six to eight in 2022. But so this is a little preview of what that's going to be. It was a real good interview, about 40 minutes long. Alpha Alpha, I've had the privilege of knowing, as I said in the last episode, good part of about 30 years. He is a go-getter, and this is no different. He is going out 100% on this uh, endeavor of giving training to Americans and gun training uh, to Americans all over. The vision that he has, we'll discuss all those things and you're going to be really enlightened by him. Very well-spoken, articulate, smart, the whole nine yards. So you'll you'll, uh, thank me at the end of the episode. But we got to get to the three depressing stories in living in the Bolshevik states of woke. We're not going to waste any time because you got a lot on the agenda. So we're going to get our delirious uncle on the line, our our bipolar uncle, Joe. Tasha called disturbance of the mental with her bipolar uncle, bipolar. Our first story takes us to the FDA as they set up a mix-and-match vaccine for Americans' boosters. Now, if the issue with the COVID-19 vaccine wasn't bizarre enough, and 
high profile enough. Now the FDA says, nah, you can mix and match this company and use that boost. It doesn't really matter. Yep, building the confidence of Americans everywhere by changing the goalpost in the middle of the football game 10 times in a quarter. Nah, nothing to worry about. Just make some matchos, bad boys. Here you go. Here's my arm. Our second story takes us to Senator Joe Manchin, which is hanging in there strong now against climate change as he calls bullshit on Joe Biden. They're up to $1.9 trillion. There's a bunch of nonsense on there, millions and billions of dollars for something on climate change that not even Joe Manchin believes. So he's right now a Republican hero, even though he's a Democrat. But in West Virginia, where he's from, most of the people are Republican, but they voted for him because they like him. But so he's kind of like voting for a Republican, but he's really a Democrat. Anyway, our third story takes us to Uncle Joe tells the Democrats the package is up to $1.9 trillion, And this is the new target of the talks. So he, Joe, Uncle Joe, delirious Joe Biden, has put the ball in motion telling the Democrats $1.9 trillion are in play. That's your target. Now, of course, there's no cor- corruption or any sinister plot behind those $1.9 trillion. But one thing we do know as Americans, that if this package is approved and they start printing money out like nothing, inflation is going to boom. And we're not going to waste any time. We're going to start getting you to move those hips left, right, and shuffle those backsides get in the mood for today's joke which I've personally picked myself now this joke is probably a little insensitive but so is life so here we go how do you stop two deaf people from arguing turn off the lights alright you know a little insensitive okay but not laughing what's So that's not insensitive. Today's episode 263, an interview with AAA Gun Safety. When we wrap up the interview, and it's a good one, I'll do some closing remarks. Enjoy. And straight from South Florida, 
It's with three A's. Remember, if you're out in California, AAAGunSafety.com, the chief instructor of the organization, Alpha Alpha. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Alpha Mike. Uh, pleasure to be here. It is our honor to have you here. And I know um, we've been talking about you and what you've got going for quite a while. So I'm sure the audience is a little intrigued. Who is this guy? Who's this mask guy behind the microphone? So why don't you tell us a little bit who Alpha Alpha is? Sure. And, uh, you know, you know, it's, it's interesting. So it'll kind of also lead to the segue of, of why I'm passionate about the, uh, you know, the gun safety and, 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 and teaching folks uh, the right way. So, uh, you know, when I was a young, uh, when I was a youngster, I wasn't uh, the strongest uh, academic type of uh, individual out there and, uh, you know, struggled a little. And there was a tipping point uh, probably in my uh, in my early I'm going to say early to mid uh, 30s, um, where I finally learned how to learn. And I was able to capitalize on that and go back to school, uh, you know, get a bachelor's degree. I ended up getting a, a master's degree in finance. And uh, I know and I know that this is sounding a, a little crazy, right, for somebody that that's uh, a firearms instructor. But uh, but bear with me. So so um, uh, one thing I didn't mention is uh Prior to or concurrent with that whole doing my bachelor's degree, getting my master's degree, I was actually in law enforcement for a large department in uh, in South Florida, right? So I had my foot in, in two camps, in the uh, in the blue collar, working day to day, raising a family, and the academic. And uh, you know, I learned how to learn, and that became a secondary passion for me, right? I always wonder, you know, how many people are there like me that maybe you know struggle. Uh, to learn something and, and and never do anything about it and go through life um, just you know accepting the status quo. So uh, throughout life, you know, I've always taken the opportunity to help teach people various aspects, mainly you know along the lines of finance, business, etc. Uh, but I always had a passion for for guns shooting. I was involved in the shooting sports at an early age. Um, when I was in the department, you know, I got my instructor uh, certification for defensive tactics. Uh, I was able to successfully uh, complete uh, uh, what is generally known as SWAT, but uh, SRT school and a number of other factors. So probably about, I'm going to say, uh, three years ago, and we're talking about 16, 17 years into a finance career, I had taken enough people shooting and kind of taught them the basics that I thought, you know what, I need to formalize this. Mm. And uh, I enjoy it and I think it's a good benefit. So I went ahead and invested in myself and got my, my civilian uh, instructor certification and I made a commitment. I made a commitment to, to actually teach people how to safely use their firearms, right? And I'm not talking about getting into, you know, what's, I guess today they call it like the tactical and, and creating the next Rambo, but to really show people the, the nuts and bolts of, of gun safety, how to properly use a firearm, and at the same time, uh, kind of bridge that gap. Because just as I learned how to learn, how to learn, I found that folks that have never had gun experience, especially, you know, they're adults, they've never been around guns. There's some, there's some concern, some fear, some, some trepidation, you know, can they learn it? And 
and I felt, you know what? You know, I know that feeling. I know that feeling from when I went back to school. So I'm able to kind of transfer the principles, right, on how to be patient, how to actually kind of go through the uh, the numbers and 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 teach folks that uh, that may not be as comfortable, right, in the mm-hmm. in the environment. So I kind of gave you a, a long winded of you know background and and kind of you know what a primary motivation was uh, for me to uh, to get into the field of of, of teaching. Uh, you know, gun safety and, and, and marksmanship, etc. Well, uh, I know that the audience is going to appreciate that that winded answer because, you know, you, you want to really look for a good instructor. And uh, so the more information they have on, on potential schools and so forth is uh, a good, it's always a good. If uh, you're listening and you, you're thinking about going to a, uh, a gun safety school or anything and there's limited information be very cautious but if the instructor is very out front and look this is who i am then uh, you should feel a lot better being in uh, south florida you did law enforcement and then you got into financial industry you're making this investment in yourself why why now and why even get involved in it? So, you know, what I noticed was that there was a trend. Well, first of all, you know, working in, in financial services, working with companies, I noticed that there was a, a big aversion to firearms, right? There was a lot of mystery and a lot of misconceptions. Um, so I considered myself, and I'm a big, you know, I'm, I'm not afraid to uh, uh, to say it. And maybe that's where the, uh, the alpha alpha can also tie in. You know, I'm a big Second Amendment guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I believe in, in the right to, to keep and bear arms. I think that that's what keeps a society free. And I think that that's what differentiates us from a lot of these countries where unfortunately, you know, the people really have no control. Um, so being a big second amendment fan, uh, and proponent, I've always seen myself as, as somewhat of, of an ambassador, right? In the, in the corporate world. So when folks uh, have a discussion with me, I don't try to debate them. I don't try to convince, you know, defeat the 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 gun control argument, etc. What I try to do is show them. And when I say show them, you know, invite them to the range, talk to them about guns. This is prior to me uh, getting trained, and and kind of showing them, you know, the real aspect of shooting. Uh, uh, gun ownership, the type of people that are involved, right? It's not like in the movies. It's not these ogres, etc. And uh, and I found that there was a need, and and the reaction that I got was pretty positive. I mean, these were people that have never, you know, touched a gun before, were afraid of guns. They thought it was, you know, a totally. They had a lot of misconceptions. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I saw I saw a, an opportunity. And I said, you know, that opportunity is, let me create, you know, I, I got certified through the through the NRA, and I and uh, my primary course is based on doctrine is uh, the uh, the uh, the pistol safety course, but I expand on it due to my my prior history. Um, but I said, okay, how do I how do I use that to really give these folks uh, not only the training but a true benefit. And, and what I started doing was basically word of mouth. I mean, I had a small group. Uh, most of my classes at first, um, you know, my wife, my wife will kind of make the face, uh, were big, uh, uh, big investments, dollar investments, and very little return. But that didn't, you know, matter to me. To me, it was a tuition. Uh, I was getting the experience not only teaching civilians, but also 
also getting the word out there, uh, word of mouth. And, and to be honest with you, the majority of my students have come through word of mouth. I haven't done any advertising until, until recently. Um, I, I try to make them feel at ease. And one of the things that I do, and as we talk, you'll see I use a lot of analogies, but I describe what I specialize in is teaching them the alphabet, the simple words, some simple sentences, and maybe maybe some some very basic paragraphs of gun use, gun ownership. Mm-hmm. You know, enough to make them safe, right? Uh, I don't profess, even though I've had advanced training as a practitioner to teach them to be the next, you know, YouTube sensation, you know, knocking down, you know, 10 steel plates in 1.2 seconds. Right. Uh, my focus is I want them to be safe, sound shooters, and I also want to create the foundation for them, right? Where now, once they go through my course, there's a lot of advanced, a lot of great courses out there. I've done it. I know you have Kilo Sierra uh, as, a, as a reoccurring guest. Uh, there's other, you know, uh, schools that, that teach, uh, you know, high-end, high-speed activity. I feel that the best way to get benefit from some of, some of the courses, not all of them, I know some of them can, can you know, start from time zero, but is to go in with a good foundation, right? You know, you don't want to, you don't want to train, you don't want to do your marathon uh, without having run, you know, your first mile, right? You want to build up to it. So I'm kind of like that foundation level and, and kind of a, a, an introductory level. And I can tell you, uh, I'm quick to say, and I told this at the beginning of the class, I will, I will refund your 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 fee and it's a very you know a very low fee before i sign off on a certificate if if you're not if you're not a competent uh, uh a student in the class meaning you know the the basic rules of gun safety right. uh the marksmanship etc because uh, the whole purpose of the course is to make them safer right not just to sign off on a certificate so they can get a concealed weapons permit or say hey i did it it's to fill the gap so so that's that's you know, a pretty fundamental part of the course as it stands, you know, as it stands today, you know, eventually uh, I do plan on on kind of enhancing and creating more advanced courses, but this would be in partnerships, right? So mm-hmm. I would seek out uh, subject matter experts in whatever the given area. I still have contacts, for example, you know, in SRT, maybe some of the other instructors, maybe through your, you know, through your contacts that we could take it to the next level whether it's singleton room clearing, uh, you know, CQB, uh, close quarter contact type of activity. But again, we want to make sure that that the basics are there, right? You know, you're not going to be the next Hemingway if you don't know how to spell or you don't know how to write, you know, a, a simple paragraph. Right. Well, the same thing with the shooting sports, right? So that's that's the uh, that's the general premise. Interestingly enough, I'll, I'll, I'll share a, a story with you. So so I have this this couple. A husband and wife, really, really good friends. Um, one of them is in the me- in the, the in the medical field, and you know, for their privacy, I won't get into too much detail. How, but but uh, you know, there's 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 a a chance that they may come across uh, you know patients that uh, that may have an issue, right? And, and may and may ha- may potentially have you know a firearm on them and may uh, want to hurt themselves, right? They're in that in that sector of the medical field. Gotcha. And uh, so th- they're, you know, very progressive or, you know, uh, put it this way, they would feel very at home in California. If, uh, <laughs> Got it. All right. So, but very, very nice people and very, int- the type of person that you could have a, 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 
an, an intelligent conversation and have a, a you know uh, divergent points of view, but at least respect each other. So 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 good people. They're not you know the typical mm-hmm. uh, yeah just you know <laughs> crazy that you find maybe in California or in Oregon or something. Well, I don't want to offend everybody in those two states, but you know what I'm talking about, right? So so um so the the primary reason for taking the course was hey I I can possibly come across a situation where 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 i have a patient i uh, they come to me with you know with with thoughts of, of self-harm they have a firearm and i wouldn't know what to do like if, if i say okay if i convince them okay let me ha- give it to me so i could you know <laughs> so I could put it away. I, 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 they wouldn't know what you know step one so that was the driver uh and i thought i thought you know you know hats off right so that's 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 yeah. an excellent reason to learn well you know fast forward so so on the day of the course you know one of the comments that i got is okay this is quote unquote completely different than what i pictured meaning we were at the range there were other people shooting there it was a very you know it, it happened to be a, 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 on a on a family day at a particular range that i that i u- utilize so the experience was totally different. Now the husband had joined her more as a moral support, you know, because mm. he wasn't really into guns. Well, fast forward, he has three guns now and a gun safe, right? <laughs> <laughs> you did an excellent job. <laughs> and starting because, because I think I think it's important. And 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 I say this to everyone who's listening, and especially if you have a background in firearms, you don't have to be law enforcement, right? You just be someone that's, that's hunted and, and loves shooting in their entire life and, and is just into the gun culture. You know, take it upon yourself, you know, to, you know, every person that you, that you, you know, that you educate, that's a non-gun person, right? And you help kind of, you know, kind of, I don't want to even say change their view. You want to kind of open their eyes to the reality, because we know that, you know, one of the most well-behaved group of people you will ever meet is, you know, I went to uh, my first uh, NRA convention about four years ago uh, in uh, Nashville. Mm. And it was the biggest group of please, thank you, and excuse me people you had ever met, yeah, right? Wow, yeah. And, and these were, you know, serious, you know, a lot a lot of military, a lot of, a lot of you know, you, you know, the, 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 the just, just, uh, uh, a very a very diverse group of people. Uh, I took the opportunity to ask one of the police officers that was working off duty as security uh, for the event, and this was like a nine acre indoor event. So imagine the scale of it, right? The NRA annual convention. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was I think 2019 or 18, and I asked him, "Hey," and everybody was was everyone was caring, and I said, uh, "How do you how do you feel being surrounded by you know so many people with guns?" He goes, "I've never felt safer." Which, yep. <laughs> which I thought was telling because this is this is right a, a, a rank and file you know a law enforcement officer that's in the mix there, so so I think you know kind of like they what is it called I digress but you know going back to to the education part you know I think I think it's important for those of us that that are really big supporters right and believers in in the Second Amendment and 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 want to help preserve the right. Uh, you know, there's something that we can do as individuals. Um, you know, I'm proud to say that that I've already trained scores of of folks, and I'm going to say 90% have never had a gun before. You know, I provide the gun in my training. You know, I have the 22s, uh, and I let them shoot a lot. 
I mean, they shoot mm-hmm. hundreds of rounds uh, before we get to the qualification stage. I say, you know, make that investment in yourself. Uh, become an instructor. There's a lot of different uh, organizations that will certify folks. But, you know, you can do your part. So if you think about it, you know, if you have 20, just 20 individuals that decide to become instructors and they each just teach 10 people a year, right? So do the math. That's 200 people. If they're able to to do that, right, over the course of the next 10, 15 years, we're talking about thousands of people. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's a force multiplier. Yes. Um, and and from a selfish standpoint, you know, and selfish from from a from a gun ownership, you know, uh, uh, point of view. Mm-hmm. Every person that I make safer with a handgun, every person that you make safer with a handgun, every person that we make safer with a handgun is a person that whose chances are reduced of having an accident that we know the media will capitalize on, right? Oh, yes. You know, they'll be like, oh yeah, you know, you know, you know, Jimmy Jones bought a gun. He didn't look perfect example. You know, he got in the car and boom, he had an accidental discharge and you know, you've 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 heard those stories. Mm-hmm. So every person that we that we teach that we make safer, we reduce right the chances that there's going to be n- negative media uh, uh, out there. And now you have people that can become somewhat advocates, maybe not as fervent as you and me and you know and and and, and you know diehard uh, gun owners. But they may, you know, they may be at a cocktail party or they may be at, a, at something and they hear somebody talking about all oh, these crazy gun people and say, hey, you know what? You know, I went and I got I went through this training and I went to a gun range and it changed my mind. It's not it's not what you think. It's not like a bunch of drunk guys shooting in the air, you know, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, you know screaming around. It's families, it's kids, it's women. You know, it, it, it's, uh, you know, it's very different. And this is how we really kind of help, uh, uh, you know, help in the struggle. Right. Or helping the fight to protect our Second Amendment. So so for me, it's 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 beyond just kind of teaching the gun safety. It's it's kind of creating that that awareness and that education. And and that really means a lot because I like the story that you told about the woman that she went out of her way. Kudos for that to learn something that really she might have never probably used, but she was in thinking outside the box. Hey, what if? And she came to you, and you've uh, helped them see the conservative way of living in America, which is an award-winning performance on your part as well. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, my wife says that I'm a little bit of a ham, so so, so maybe you're onto something. <laughs> I'm onto something. So now, now you you, you started uh, AAA gun safety, and you're getting these, let's say, first time gun users to come in, get certified, learn how to handle a gun, feel confident with the gun, and. What are currently your plans for AAA gun safety now and in the future? So, 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 excellent question. So, right now is is to continue kind of kind of building on on that on that core, right? Of of specializing in either you know first time shooters, uh, people that are thinking about getting a gun, um, you know, getting getting a room. And my classes, I try to keep them as small as possible. 
typically I limit eight to uh, uh, 10 is the max, but I, I like to keep it at eight. And I have uh, an assistant that works with me. So we have a very, very uh, low uh, student to uh, instructor ratio, right? So so we're very high contact. So so to to provide quality, right? I want to, uh, uh, you know, you know, I want to focus on quality and, and competency. So we want to kind of build on that. E- eventually, maybe add a, a, another instructor that you know, similar to me, uh, is 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 more passionate about the making sure that people learn the right way and not just checking off the box. Right. Um, uh, you know, they, they get a certificate. Uh, eventually, there'll be there'll be room for that where where maybe you know it could be former law enforcement, could be somebody that's already very competent, and and I gotta I would have to kind of develop some sort of competency, uh, uh, you know, tests or criteria where we can kind of fast forward and and get into maybe like an intermediate type of uh, a class and disperse with some of the basics because when I say basics, uh, uh, Alpha Mike. I mean, I start describing, you know, I have rubber guns and real guns in the classroom. It's sanitized. There's no ammo. And we go from single action revolver, double action revolver, all the different type of of semi-autos, you know, how an actual, you know, how the cartridge works, the four components of the cartridge, you know, the the, the bullet, the shell, the powder, the primer. So so that's all new to these students. You know, somebody like you, I mean, (laughs) Mm. your eyes would be glazing over after the first hour that, you know, we're kind of going the difference between a single action uh, cowboy gun and a a double action uh, Mm. duty gun, right? Because, I mean, you know, that's all hat for you. So so that's that's kind of the the, the primary. Now, in, in my conversations with, again, with with practitioners and with individuals that 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 from a from a practitioner skill set, right? So I'll use an example of of uh, of uh, SWAT school. So I went through SWAT school as a, as a student, got the training. Uh, it was close to my end, uh, the end of my career uh, in law enforcement, and then I ended up going to, to uh, uh, um, you know to the financial services, right? So so for me to try to impart that from a first person perspective, it doesn't it doesn't do the student uh, uh, any justice, right? Mm-hmm. So I want to partner with individuals that do have those at bats, right? That do have the practitioner uh, level of of, uh, of aptitude, and kind of take these these same students and new ones if they have the the competency, and then put them through you know more advanced and more practical training. You know, I really like uh, Kilo Sierra's uh, approach, and actually from that podcast, I did some research from from the uh, I guess the New York study, and I, I looked at some things from the FBI. And, you know, very important concepts, right? And I think that, I don't know if he mentioned it, but the old three, three, three rule, you know, the three shots, three seconds, three yards in mm-hmm. the majority of the, of the self-defense incidents are that. So kind of focusing on that. So serving almost as a springboard, because my goal is, is to form partnerships with other folks within the community and leverage their expertise, right? Yes. I, I don't have the expertise that Kilo Sierra does. Uh, based on his experience, because his experience is different than mine. We can create a lot of synergy for students where they do one course, because that's another thing. You know, I, I, I say that learning is continuous. If you're a doctor, you have to do what, you know, or a CPA or an attorney, you know, CE credits. Uh, in finance, there's certain uh, uh, requirements that you have to do this continual training every year, every four years, etc. Well, I don't think it's a one and done. I don't think you're trained with with a gun. I heard him say this that he's a student 
And I'm a, a perpetual student as well. Mm-hmm. And I think that one of the, the, the cores uh, that, that I embed in the folks that take my, my courses and that uh, and I hear him and I, I, I echo his sentiment is you have to be a lifelong student, right? This is a, you know, shooting is a diminishing skill. So being able to, to, to learn more, to do different training, you hear different perspectives from different instructors. Listen, I did, I did a, a very advanced training uh, late last year. Uh, that was taught by uh, um, um, Army uh, Special Forces, and there was a couple of Navy SEALs, and there was probably about 40 students in the class, and everybody was, I was probably like the lowest speed guy there, right? Everybody was super high speed, active military, active law enforcement, etc. And uh, it was interesting, you know, that the approaches that the instructors took, a lot of it was similar, but some of it was different from other courses that I've taken with instructors of the same caliber Hmm. so 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 depending on the department depending on the branch of the military depending on the time maybe what was sound doctrine in 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 the 90s you know they they found out that now in the 2020s you know what we should go to this model versus that model you know in the old days you know i don't know if you remember the movies where the where the where the uh, uh police officer would would hold his wrist (laughs) <laughs> as he was holding, you know, he had his six is is a double action six shooter revolver, and he'd hold his wrist as he was shooting at the at the target, and then you know, you know, go that to now where where we're shooting from, you know, we're going from a compressed position or shooting from the low ready. So there's all these things that change. Well, how do you know that through exposure, right? You take more and more training. You you know you learn as you go. So, and again, as you can tell, I'm pretty long. <laughs> <laughs> that's good when, that's good hey i love it when it comes to the explanations but 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 i say that that my my you know the you know where i where i see triple a gun safety going is as a springboard right to more advanced training whether through this organization as it grows right but maybe at a level two and bringing in the right type of instructors or as as a feeder i have you know i'm not i'm not um you know, I'm not a, 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 a jealous person. I don't, I don't think that, oh, everything has to be done here and here's the best. I think that I'm really, really good uh, and thorough at dealing, dealing with the beginners and getting them ready for that next level. I mean, you know, so, so you and I, we have a, a, a number of shared overlaps throughout life in different communities, but one of them is in the martial arts. And, uh, and aside from, from, from you know, from... from Shotokan Karate that we've mm-hmm. done. I have a background in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu and uh, and Judo. And uh, one thing that I find with with folks is everybody everybody wants to rush right <laughs> to the fancy end move. Right, everybody wants to learn some spinning, you know, jumping kick. Or in Jiu Jitsu, everybody wants to do a flying arm bar or a Baron Bolo. You know, and and a lot of people they don't want to work on the horse stance Mm-mm. or they don't want to work on shrimping and jujitsu. Right. And, 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 and blocking and, and the basics, the basics. And yep. we both know that, that those, that, that skipping those important steps and not being solid in whether it's, you know, and I'm just using, you know, a couple of examples, like, you know, the, the, whether it's your, your horse stance in, in, in karate or, or shrimping, uh, in jujitsu or the basics, keeping your elbows in, um, all those flaws are going to be magnified once you get more advanced. Why? Because now you're going to be dealing with people that are that are more advanced that do have those basics, and that weakness of you not having the basics is going to be immediately exposed. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think 
you know, it's, 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 you know, the principles apply to the same thing, whether it's learning math, you know, you learn arithmetic, then you learn, you know, uh, some, some geometry and then you get algebra and then calculus and you keep going from there. You can't just jump to calculus. Right. And, and the same thing with the guns, you can't just, you can mimic it, right? Like, 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 like a robot, you can go on a YouTube and watch one of these guys pull his gun out of his holster and, pa -pa 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 and knock down all these, you know, or hit all these steel plates without knowing the foundations. But realistically, you're just, you know, what I, what I, what I call faking moves, right? You don't really have the muscle memory and the basics that's going to make you a good shooter. And that it's going to allow you to really, uh, uh, learn and apply that skill the advanced stuff is applicable only as an option to the basic stuff right if you're if you're boxing well having your hands in the right position and being able to bob and weave and protect yourself is critical when you throw a punch yeah. because if you could you could have the hardest punch in the world but if you don't know how to bob how to weave how to protect yourself guess what when you throw that punch you're gonna find out quick fast in a hurry what a counter punch is and you're not gonna like it yep well it's the same thing with the with the uh you know with the firearms yeah I, to, to piggyback on what you were saying about uh people that have a little bit of training and but it's been a while before you know and they show up to uh for more training or, or let's say advanced training, it is comical. When I was a firearms instructor active, I had a friend of mine that was in Pembroke Pines and he had told me, Hey bro, I'm, I'm, it was on a weekend. I'm, I'm, I might need you to swing by this police department's uh, range because last, last time we did open qualification for retirees, we were swarmed. And I, I don't I don't know if I'll have the ratio. So the ratio was pretty much six students to one instructor. They could go all the way up to eight, but you know they felt safer because there are a lot of them were old timers. Right. So when I got there, uh, they it looked like they met the ratio. So I didn't really have to help them out, but I said I wanted to see this, and boy, it was funny. You had old old timers out there, you know, with the. Uh, with the flip-flops, the shorts, uh, the shorts that were a little bit too tight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, they had these crazy drawing positions that we used to call the bowling ball or the fishing line. You know, it looks like they were right. throwing when actually were engaging the target. And they would tell you, that's the way I was taught. That's the way I was taught. It was so antiquated. Uh, so I can relate to what you were saying when, when you when you were talking about that, uh, being on your P's and Q's on what's being taught today is very critical. It really is. So, another, absolutely. An, yeah, another question I have for you is, you 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 really broke it down for us uh, real good on uh, AAA gun safety. If, do you have any other ideas? I, like, I've known you probably over 25 years, maybe yeah. even closer to 30. And so yeah. I know you're a, you're, you're, you're a doer. You get things done. You got any other ideas that you might lay out in the future? Related, related to guns or on a broader scale? On a broader scale. Well, you know, another one of my, my, my passions, right, is, is uh, you know, fitness and working out. And I'm, you know, 
you know, I'm up there in in uh, in, in the middle age, but but uh, I, I believe that that you know the, the fitness components are very important, and they all tie in together, right? To 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 the firearms, to self defense. You know, not only you know projecting uh, uh, you know you know confidence, but uh, but at the same time, you know, it's a continuum, right? Um, especially when we're talking about you know you know kind of dialing it down or, or focusing in on on the self-defense continuum so so you know my my thoughts is that at one point to uh to have a a kind of a physical training space like like a gym type of setup as part of the training environment where where we can also you know introduce the the concept of not just not just you know fitness per se although that's a passion but how it relates to shooting Right. So there's different positions there. If you know, I don't know if you're familiar with it, with the term in jujitsu, we have something called, you know, the technical or tactical get up, mm -hmm. uh, which is a way of getting up, you know, in jujitsu where you, you know, you, you're on your back, you plant the, uh, it's hard to describe with words, but you, you plant one hand uh, on, on the ground behind you, you keep your other hand uh, in front of you, and you pick your body up, swing a leg back and you come up almost in a in a in a fighting position. Mm -hmm. Well, I can tell you right now, if 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 you're not in shape, you know that's <laughs> that's going to be kind of tough. That's to a do. struggle, yeah. Right, right. Or or if you're, uh, you know, just holding a gun. Or I'll give you, you know, here's a here's a beautiful example. Um, so in one of my classes, we had uh, uh, a couple of young ladies that had never shot before, but some friend that was a gun expert at work told them get get a Glock forty three, which I love. I love I love Glocks. I'm like, I have just about every Glock ever made. I love Glocks. Anyway, so they got a Glock 43. So, uh, so we're doing the we're doing the class, and then we're kind of playing with the rubber, not playing, but you know, uh, using the rubber guns and kind of how to hold and safe trigger finger and safe muzzle direction, whatever. And now we introduce the actual real guns, and then I'm showing them how to how to make the guns safe and 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 pull the slide back. And they ask, oh, can 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 we bring in our guns and 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 use those? I said, okay, so I made sure that they were safe before they came in, put them on the table, uh, on the training table, and now I demonstrated on how to, you know, remove the source of feed, pull the slide back, lock it into position, and then go through, you know, have a, a three-point drill, right? You look down the chamber, look down the magazine well, and look at the rear part of the slide, right? And kind of make sure you do those three points. Well, guess what? They could not pull back the slide. Wow. They couldn't lock the slide back in position. So, so think about what that means. I mean, mm -hmm. they have a gun, right? And uh, great gun, great size, whatever. But they were, you know, obviously uh, the, 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 there was a technique component and a strength component that was lacking. So I thought, well, so something that's needed here, and, I, and I've even seen in some of my courses that some of the folks uh, could benefit uh, from, from, a, from a fitness aspect, right, is, is, you know, tying these things in together. Where we also have, you know, specific exercises. I'll give you an example. I drive. I, I don't text and drive, right? Uh, so, so how I train myself not to text and drive? I have three grippers: a hundred pounder, a hundred and fifty, and a two hundred pounder, and they're next to me when I'm driving. <laughs> so throughout the day, as I'm driving in traffic, I'm doing, you know, I, I always warm up with my hundred pounders. Then I switch to my uh, uh, hundred and fifty, and then when I'm feeling really, yeah. Uh, stressed <laughs> out really ballsy i'll get my i'll get my 200 which which you know there's even even heavier ones right but it gives me good grip strength mm -hmm. and when i do pull-ups i'll use a rope sometimes and then do rope pull-ups and i and i try to angle um 
a lot of my 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 exercise into practical uh, functional way. I'll even I have a ten pound sledgehammer, and I'll do get ups with the sledgehammer. You know, for example, I hunt. So I assume, well, what if I'm, you know, what if I'm laying in the prone position and uh, and I need to stand up with my rifle, or you know, I've hunted, uh, you know, out in the west where where there's always the threat of bears. What if I had to get up quickly? Well, mm. if I've never done it, it's going to be tough. So anyway, so so that's that's another uh, a concept that ev- eventually I want to uh, you know create and and somehow tie into uh, you know the whole kind of you know AAA gun safety uh, continuum. I mean, if if uh, yeah, if you can call it that. Well, I know you. Like I said, almost closer to thirty years, and you are a doer, a go getter. And uh, if you're listening and you're thinking about getting good gun training in the South Florida area, AAA Gun Safety is your company to call, and the information is down in the show notes. We definitely want to have you back. Uh, I'd love to do an episode with yourself and Kilo Sierra. And uh, because, uh, you know, with this issue with guns and gun training, we could have a podcast that's a hundred hours long and we'd still be short. There's always so much to talk about, but we definitely would love to have you back. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I would love the opportunity and, and like, you know, and you always learn something, right. And, uh, obviously you know, I, I learned from, from, from your podcast. I'm eager to pick his brain, um, you know, uh, you know, collaborate and PS sometimes you learn from people that don't know anything. I learned something new so I just taught a class on uh, on uh, on Saturday. I had a guy in the class, never shot before. Guess what? I learned something from him. You want to know what that is? What? He's a left-handed shooter, and one of the guns that I had in the class was a Beretta 92. So this is maybe a little too specific, but the position of his hands with the Beretta 92 made it that he could have inadvertently hit the uh, disassembly 70, button. Yeah. So, so, I mean, as a right-handed shooter, and you know, and you don't see a lot of Beretta 92s out there, but again, and I told him, I said, look, you've never had a gift before. You brought up an interesting point, and I learned something new. So I feel that that being able to collaborate and, 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 and meet Kilo Sierra and, 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 and do a podcast with him would be, would be, you know, would be an awesome opportunity, you know, to help, you know, even elevate my game and be able to uh, impart some of the knowledge and 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 clearly, you know, leverage, le- you know, leverage him as a, an opportunity for my students to kind of learn, you know, some of the techniques that he teaches. And we're looking forward to it. I did talk to Kilo Sierra. He's really eager to to do the, some episodes together and so forth. So I know he's eager as well. Any closing remarks? You know, keep doing. You know, uh, like I said, we've known each other for for uh, you know for for a long time. Uh, you know, I'm I'm super I'm super impressed with your uh, with your podcast. With uh, you know, you this is a talent that you could, that if there was podcast thirty years ago, you'd probably be the next Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, I like no, I like your. You know, you have a you have a, a very very good uh, 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 storytelling. Uh, voice and you know you're you're it's, it's just interesting so so uh you know when i work out in the morning i work out about 5 30 6 o'clock you know that's when i when i put your podcast on so know that 
that you're talking, and I work out outside, so so I'm sweating <laughs> hard in, in, in the South Florida heat. Uh, you know, while, while you're talking, I'm sweating, and so I, I've really enjoyed it, and and uh, and appreciate you having me on. I mean, this is a, a fantastic opportunity, so so thank you. We appreciate you coming on, and you know spending time with us very very important and we thank you for that time that you've given us all right thank you for your time and and and, and thank you for this opportunity all right buddy have a good day all right you too Now, before everybody takes offense to the fact that I played the cops theme, I know it's not his theme. We're still working on his theme. Got to get some things approved before we can come up with it. <clears throat> so that's the theme to the cop, which we got to have the cop on uh, pretty soon. I have to give him a call. I hope you really got something out of it. I know I did in this interview. Alpha Alpha talked a lot about uh, his concept, his vision, and the particulars of training somebody at different levels. And as I've always said, nobody has the answers to a perfect firearms training curriculum. It's the perpetual student, as Kilo Sierra says, that makes you that better instructor. So if you're in the South Florida area and you're looking for some real good gun training, AAAGunSafety.com, give them a, a ring and you will thank me for it in the future. If you're in Central Florida or the West Coast, Tampa Bay, you can drop me a line at RaiderCopNation.com on the contact section. And if I can't do it, I'll find you a real good instructor. And, of course, Kilo Sierra up in the South Jersey region, Philadelphia, that's the guy you need to call as well. And if, you, if none of us are in your area and you're thinking about gun training, go out there and seek real good ones. They're out there. Do some research, NRA, USCCA. Make sure they're affiliated. Get some reviews on them. And invest in yourself. You know, it's not all about shooting at paper targets. It's about getting that advanced course once in a while. I know it's difficult to, you know, put money together. Some of these courses are very expensive. But when you... Put that money towards your education and becoming a better perpetual student, as Kilo Sierra says, you make the society of the Second Amendment people a lot better. You want to be part of the militia like we are? Then you've got to be that perpetual student learning. So, very happy uh, that Alpha Alpha came out and we got a lot accomplished and we're looking forward to him coming out in the future with us also. 
So what's up next? Command and feedback, episode 264. You usually, you probably have heard the term command and control. Well, we're getting rid of the control. We're going to do command and feedback. We'll talk about how that works. It's a balancing act that is definitely going to work for law enforcement. And we're going to wrap up our episode today if we're going to turn to Scripture, because that's always important. And uh, we are going to head towards, let's see, what book? Second Timothy's chapter 3, verse 12, that says, Yes, and all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer prosecution. You can always hear more about these chapters of verses that I read in uh, the Bible on a wall section of our website, redacopnation.com. Just click on that. And you can hear uh, all those messages that we have. We are going to continue on the last day series towards the end of the year. You'll hear it. A lot of these verses that we're reading now are about the last days. The episode we did back not too long ago, a couple of weeks ago, three or four weeks ago, the last days took off. Those numbers are off the charts. People were really interested in it. So Second Timothy's chapter 3, verse 12, yes, and all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer prosecution. And uh, don't forget the episode that we have October 31st. Mm, there's no trick. There's only a treat in that message. As always, continue to pray for yourself because we need you in the game. And don't forget, test everything. Hold fast what is good. This is Alpha Mike, and I'm out. Thank you.